1: he had told me how many times my trust would be betrayed by other christians or how many years i was going to have to struggle to ever see even one person in miami beach come to know jesus you know what i i think i think the anxiety that that knowledge would have produced would have just been overwhelming i i don't think i would have been able to bear up under everything at one time. When we read
0: in Revelation that John is told not to record something, we can't help but wonder why. While many of us might accuse God of hiding things, it's important that we don't forget His loving nature. In today's message, Pastor Robert suggests that it's because of God's care for us that we don't know what the seven thunders said. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, turn to the 10th chapter of Revelation and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message.
2: Revelation chapter 10, verse 1.
1: I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book open in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roars. When he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. Now, when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write. But I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered and do not write them. Isn't that interesting? You know, it's important, I think, to notice that whatever it was that these seven thunders Whatever it was they said, we don't even know what they are exactly, right? Seven thunders. I mean, it's like, whatever it was they said, he understood it. It it contained a message that was understandable. It was intelligible. It, and he's getting ready to write it down. And then a voice from heaven says, seal that up. In other words, you're writing all of these things, this this revelation that I've told you to write down so that you can share it with people, so that you can declare it. You know, he knew this is going to be, you know, he's going to be sending this out. Remember to the seven churches? We, we looked at them in the beginning and this was going to be, it was going to go to these, these different churches, but we're not told for sure, but it seems like this is God telling John, not this part, not this part. This part, they don't need to know. This part, I want you to seal up. It's it's the only thing in the book of Revelation that's hidden from us. And that, to me, I don't know, that's fascinating. You know, in the Revelation, there's this one little tiny part that's not revealed. Why not? Well, I'm just taking a guess here, but I'm thinking it wouldn't be loving for us to know whatever it was that they said. Now, I'm, I'm basing that on just the nature and character of God and the fact that this is intended to be a divine revelation. It's it's something he's given to us to give us greater understanding, give us greater perspective, you know, the, the unveiling. And yet this little part is veiled. And I was just contemplating that. You know, when I first met the Lord Jesus and, and he began to speak to me in my in my prayer times. And I was just yesterday, I was thinking about how, you know, when I first got saved, I was managing a shoe store. I was 24 years old and and I was working all the time. Probably that year, I probably averaged 75, 80 hours a week. I didn't have an assistant manager. I had to be there all the time. If the store was open, I had to be there. I'd sleep in the back room sometimes. I'd put a, little, a cushion off of a chair and sleep. And I remember how I spent so much time in prayer, at work, going through my day, just doing what I had to do, but talking to God and, and, and how he would talk back to me. Not in the sense, you know, of like hearing audible voices or anything, but there would be times when, you know, when, when I'd be praying about something and, and I, there would, I would just, there'd just be this thought, you know, this kind of correcting thought. Or I'd be reading something in the Bible and I'm just kind of reading through a passage and, and there's this thought, wait a minute, read that again. You miss you miss that. And it's just this little subtle thing. But I began to realize that I'm hearing from God. But here's... What I was contemplating as I read through this passage in Revelation, if in those early days, if he had talked to me about how many suicides I would be called to by the Miami Beach Police Department to sit with a survivor who has just found their husband, their wife, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their grandfather, grandmother. If I'd been told, if God had, had, had told me, how many times I would be asked to be present as someone was informed of the death of somebody they loved. Your brother was just murdered. Your sister was killed in a car accident last night. If he had told me how many times my trust would be betrayed by other Christians... Or how many years I was going to have to struggle to ever see even one person in Miami Beach come to know Jesus. You know what? I, I, think, I think the anxiety that that knowledge would have produced would have just been overwhelming. I, I don't think I would have been able to bear up under everything at one time. Do you understand what I'm driving at? Everybody with me? I mean, what if he had told you in the very beginning... All of the bad stuff that was going to come upon you over the course of the next several years as a Christian. I, I encounter so many young Christians that, you know, they come to know the Lord Jesus and they have this expectation. And some of it's the fault of some of the preachers out there, to be quite honest. You know, it's like I just need to accept Jesus and he's going to fix everything and it's all going to be good. And my life is going to be. And then everything goes the other way. Right. Accept Jesus and boom. Boom. Lose your job, lose your house, you know, I mean, all this crazy stuff starts happening. And I've seen that because Jesus didn't promise us an easy life. He promised us grace, forgiveness, power to endure, power to suffer, to endure persecution and hardship many times. And so he doesn't tell us everything up front. Because there's not grace for everything up front. You know, a friend of mine said to me years ago, you do realize God doesn't give you grace to worry. That's all on you. You have to do that in the flesh. There's no power from God to imagine how bad it might one day become. And I think that's, that's why he didn't reveal everything right here. He didn't reveal everything To me, he only reveals enough to gradually train us to trust him. Do you understand that? He reveals enough to gradually train us to trust him. To live in faith right now. King David wrote in Psalm 144, Blessed be the Lord my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield, the one in whom I take refuge. What was David saying? The only thing that's absolutely unshakable in my life is him. He's a rock. I I stand on an immovable foundation. He is my fortress, he is my high tower, my deliverer, my shield, the one in whom I hide and take refuge. He's the one I trust. And one of the things I love about reading through the Psalms is that what you see in the Psalms over and over and over again, and this has ministered to me so much over the years, is you see David making a decision if 10,000 come against me, I will trust you. That's a decision of His will. His
2: love is the main thing. His love is the
0: main thing. We're so glad you joined us today for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon, but in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website MainThingRadio.com and like our Facebook page. Keep up to date on everything happening in Main Thing Radio and receive a dose of encouragement right on your news feed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are blessed to be a part of God's Kingdom advancement through these broadcasts, but just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven. This book shares insights, research from the Bible itself, that give us a picture of what heaven will be like and may challenge some of what you previously believed about our eternal home. This gift is yours as our way of saying thank you for your donation to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at MainThing Radio, we want to thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on MainThing Radio.